0: Testing. 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 Testing my boys, Does it sound good?
1: <laughs> Justin Timberlake's new song. Thank Is you for posting about it.
0: Fire. It's fire. fire.
1: It's fire. It's fire. <laughs> Well, Carrie and I chatted. <laughs> and now that we have an enormous following um, and, you know, media outlets are like starting to pick up on what we're doing here. Yeah. And um, certainly Ivy Leagues are at least discussing curriculums for next year.
0: Completely. And, you know, the with the political candidates, you know, they're wanting to get our endorsements it's
1: no of course so like the the our our feet are kind of being held to the fire and Mm -hmm. we did feel like in light of all of that we kind of owed you guys a reintroduction totally we kind of just like dropped you guys in uh without resources kind of naked and afraid into the into
0: the world that we've built that is just you know we drop you in scene right okay which is actually a great place to start a story is
1: in scene and i think what it does is like it tests it tests our world building if you can be dropped in in the middle and pick up on it then what we've done here is mm, nothing short of brilliant and legendary and Great. sort of <laughs> prize winning Yes, you know. um yeah we won't say the p word but um pulitzer <laughs> <laughs> um Anyway, thank you for coming back. Uh, Our numbers actually have been declining, so maybe... Dwindling. (laughs) Dwindling. (laughs) Yeah, no, the stats, uh, we need to juice them up a little bit. Look,
0: people have a lot of uh, choices, and we know that you have choices. And we want to say that if you're here, um, we would like to know why.
1: (laughs) That's it. We're grateful (laughs) for your choice. Um, And and we are a little... Worried about you.
0: We're, we're a little baffled. We're a little sort of like, are they okay? Like,
1: what's going on with them? That they would, like, sort of hit play on this. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Like, what does it say about, like, the state of media as a whole that you guys are choosing to spend time with us? Right.
0: But it, you know... Nevertheless. Nevertheless. And it's good. Because if you can sustain your attention for this long talking to us, you could probably...
1: Build a robot or something onto something pretty yeah. impressive.
0: <laughs> you have a you have a beautiful, enormous brain oh. that needs to be
1: uh, utilized, picked, picked, picked. Even anyway, love you. Yeah. Build the company <clears throat> that will sponsor us is my plea to our followers. Yeah. Anyway, in light, <laughs> of, in light of all of that, we did kind of we wanted to reintroduce ourselves and Carrie. Why don't Why don't you
0: start? I'm starting. Okay, sure. My name is Carrie Keys, which is my given name, and I, <laughs> I'm first and foremost um, a woman of birthing age, and <laughs> a stand-up comedian, and a podcaster, and a, um, what am I, What are we saying about ourselves? Is, are we going deep? Like, should I talk about-
1: You can say whatever you like, want. Like, should
0: I get my Myers-Briggs? Like, what? What's?
1: what are we saying? ETN I-N-F-J. J. Oh. We're both J? I think so. That's a I actually haven't taken. Are mine. you e? I, I do start with E.
0: Okay, that's cool.
1: Maybe we can do that on another episode. We should actually. do
0: Myers Briggs on the next episode. Yeah. Let me know what you think. I'm a Life Path three <laughs> and <laughs> Enneagram four and <laughs> INFJ. So, any questions?
1: <laughs> no, I think that I think that covers yeah. it. Actually, yeah. No, that was um, that was airtight.
0: And if you want to know what I do for money, um, you can ask me privately. Yeah, uh,
1: correct. There are DMs. None of
0: these things provide me a living.
1: <laughs> I'll say that. But joy is abound.
0: Yeah, that's what the J in INFJ stands for, actually, yeah. is
1: joy. Gary is in the 1% of uh, the feel-good vibe purveyors. <laughs> that's what people usually call me, is feel-good vibes. Feel that's good what people vibes. think when they think of me. Yeah, so so rich in that, that people are saying, tax it! People <laughs> we are saying, tax it! Yeah. Yeah. Um, would well, you like to sure nice to meet you great yeah. to meet you thanks for having me of course um what about you well um i'm isabel king also a god-given name oh i thought
0: <laughs> i was like okay we're going there yeah. yes king
1: yes king. i'm isabel king go off go <laughs> off um Let's see. I, we don't name numbers. We don't number numbers, but I am about to enter a new decade. So to place you where I am age-wise, um, that would be my age. I uh, am famously in search of a hobby, which is why I'm excited about this podcast with Carrie, yeah. uh, a comedian, a visionary, uh, who is letting me, well ride the coattails of her success and i am grateful for that every single day i am a reformed dolphin enthusiast uh a lovesick high school student um what else can i say uh i have a dog and he you'll you'll hear him mentioned often in the pod but he has kind of consumed a lot of my identity uh as of late so yeah
0: every time you post an instagram story i think yeah, I get to see a picture of Roscoe. Of course. And then I look and it's a picture of Roscoe. It, and that's what it be every or time. Or like a Negroni.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, absolutely dimed out. But no, it's really, those are the two genders of yeah. my Instagram presence. Um, anyway, Carrie and I are thickest thieves, which we'll get into. Um, and our, our union was unlikely. It happened um, in the workplace and then sus- it, it persisted. Yeah. Um, which I sort feel of like, like a Jim rare. and Pam situation <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> um, who would be Jim? you cool no I think that's right I
0: think it's right I think it's absolutely and it's, un, it's there was no doubt in my mind yeah. which,
1: that you're Jim and I'm Pam no I think that's right um, anyway we um, are starting a podcast together because <laughs> we can't stay away from a microphone folks I've been
0: struggling because people have asked me what this podcast is about and I'm like great question I will let you know
1: when I find out Well, actually I've been, I've been musing about this and I feel like when we were younger, like think back to again, like middle school, high school era, I feel like all I fucking did was gab in my free time. Like I just FaceTimed with people or I guess whatever the equivalent was like aimed. Oh yeah. All I did was talk with people in my free time. And now I feel like when I have to catch up with people, I have to plan like weeks in advance to do it. Like. The way that I'm making plans with my college friends is like, tell me about your calendars in March and mm-hmm. let's figure out when we can get dinner together.
0: Yeah. I am having the opposite situation happen where I physically can't plan anything beyond the next like 72 hours is really stretching it for me. Mm. So like I have a friend from high school who has, is a darling dear, and she, Aww. <laughs> and and she is really good at, about keeping up with me, but she's often like, hey, I'm out of town this weekend, but let's hang out next weekend. And I'm like, I don't think you understand. That is essentially 2045 <laughs> in my mind. Yeah. Like, that's not a real time or place that I can sort of envision anything happening during that day, so yeah. But I do, I relate to what you're saying about like 80% of my life being just talking to people.
1: Yeah. And I I feel like in my mind, I'm like, let's reclaim and revive, like, the gift of, like, happenstance gab with the your friends. The gift of happenstance
0: gab. Yeah. The gift <laughs> of happenstance gab with
1: your friends. We don't get to do that often enough, especially now and, yeah. that we're, you know, extremely not in workplaces. And um, I spend a lot of time alone, too. So it's like yeah reclaiming the gift of gab. Well,
0: and we were not keeping up before we started doing this podcast, I mean like prior to this like last year, yeah, we were, we would make, we'd have every intention of hanging out, but we just, we live separate lives. Yeah. And so this is sort of the place that we can converge. This is the Venn diagram of our life. Like you're yeah. over here with your millions of friends and cousins <laughs> and I'm over here like with my mental illness and, we <laughs> and then we converged with this podcast.
1: Of course. It's yeah. Beautiful. Um, Yeah, that's a perfect way of putting it. Um, Me kind of like uh, being stomped on all over by my bloodline and... Me being stomped on You stomping all over yourself. With my,
0: yeah, with my ancestral
1: karmas. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I feel like the beautiful thing is that like we've become much closer off-pod too. Totally. Yeah.
0: And like just, I mean, we are always had a strong connection and we'll get into that. But the... Our ability to be able to nurture that has gone up and down over the years, and it feels like it's stronger than ever.
1: Yeah, so let this be a reminder to reach out to your former work wife. Yeah. Uh, Don't start a podcast with them because uh, the space is crowded. It's already been done, actually. It's been claimed, actually, so that market's cornered. You guys could do like a sub stack. Yeah, or, you know, like do pottery yeah, like, go to the beach. Yeah, oh, oh. yeah, oh. get dinner, get a drink.
0: <laughs> There's actually so many restaurants that you can <laughs> book a reservation and go to. And, like, we'll happily
1: provide you some recs. Um, yeah. But, unfortunately, podcast is taken.
0: Yeah, so, and you... The world doesn't really need you as much as they need us. Right, so. again,
1: the election's coming up and we... The election's coming up. So, it we have to kind of, like... Um, yeah, we just kind of, like, need to be the voice. Um, right,
0: We need to. <laughs> we,
1: no, we don't want to. Like, look, we really don't want to. I wish
0: we didn't have to do this. I
1: know, but, like, <laughs> with, like, you know, the the payment from that campaign and oh, yeah. all the kind of, like, donation money they're putting in our bank accounts, right. like it would be irresponsible if we didn't. So, um, anyway, this is a podcast about two friends reconnecting um, oftentimes. Talking about our love of Donald Trump. <laughs> oh yeah and by the way that's that's our candidate <laughs> choice And by the way yeah and if that wasn't uh, abundantly clear yeah, yeah. Th- that's our guy right oh so. um but anyway uh thank you for listening and um for being along for the ride i was just looking at how loud my laugh was on that <laughs> it's, it literally went off the charts yeah okay great um but anyway should we should we transition yes Welcome back. We have decided that um, it's great for us to talk Unbroken for 65 minutes, but maybe you guys need breathers every now and then. Sure. Totally get it. Um, So we'd like to introduce a segment. It's a (laughs) (laughs) segment.
0: And it's where we make Carrie pronounce the word segment. (laughs) Uh, It's so humbling to be of someone who says that they are a podcaster, but then actually not know how to say words or sentences. Um, It's a segment called Flip or Flop, and it's where we grade the past time, period of time. We're not going to quantify that because it could be any number of days or weeks since we've seen each other last, but we can just say the period of time that we have spent apart We'll grade it by saying flip or flop.
1: Mm-hmm. Every moment apart, by the way, hurts. Painful. But that doesn't mean that we're not allowed to have like good or bad experiences within right. that time period.
0: We hold space for it. Also, on my paper I did write flip or flip by accident.
1: So <laughs> doing great. Um, do you wanna go first? I do wanna go first. Okay. Um first of all, I do wanna clear the air. You might be wondering. What did these girls do to deserve an intro song with so much sex appeal? Yeah. We don't know. I know.
0: I've been a really good person my whole life. <laughs> yeah. And I've never made a mistake. So. Oh, so right. The, it's co- co- the
1: cosmos bestowed something that we deserve onto us. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this is this is to say my past prior, however <laughs> long it's been since I've seen you, has been an absolute flip. And it's because we've had the joy, and honor, and of a lifetime, distinct pleasure of working with American Fraternity, otherwise known as Noah, to probably his parents and yeah, maybe his grandparents, maybe his grandparents, and definitely my brother, who is and definitely me his.
0: in my phone. That's just, how he is. Gary did
1: save his contact.
0: I saved his contact with a little hearts by it.
1: Yeah. yeah. He's
0: not going to listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) And if he does, now, you know,
1: (laughs) now, you know, now, you know. And he liked my Instagram story the other day. So we're actually engaged to be married. Yep. So the path has been set forth. Um, Carrie uh, found her life partner. And we also notched in a pretty fucking epic intro song. Um, This is all to say that if anyone is in the market for music of any kind, working with American frat, Beta Theta Pi, (laughs) as I call him, as he saved in my phone, was a fucking treat. I call him Baby Cutie Pie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's the frat that Carrie joined. (laughs) Branded branded on her body. (laughs) Yeah, on my ass cheek, in fact. Oh, no, we're sorry. Um, We did... Pay you, and this is probably harassment. But well,
0: I haven't paid. We haven't paid him yet, have we? No, oh, that's true. So actually,
1: kind of skirting over that Utah crisis by not paying him at all, right? That's fine. <laughs> no, you get your money, dude. Don't worry about it. Mama's taking care of you. <laughs> uh, anyway, it was a flip working with him. Um, he has made the creative process uh, joyous, and um, now I feel like we are dripping in sex appeal every single time our voices enter post song
0: it's like the sex appeal but then also like the full house of it all like it being such a sort of throwback vibe to like times when things were warm and nice and like bob saget was still with us like you know it's like we're hearkening back but we're also looking forward with optimism and joy and love of course and greatness
1: a dear friend who got a preview of the song said, it reminds me of being welcomed home, which I thought was apt. It's a haunted house in here, folks, mm-hmm. but you're welcome back. You're welcome back, <laughs> and you chose this. Yeah, welcome back, and um, we're so sorry for the therapy you'll need afterwards.
0: Yeah, that's, that sums it up for me. I, so should I say my flip? Yeah. Or should I say my flip or flop? Of course. Yeah. Okay. So it's we can have we can have different. It can be different for each of us. Yeah. And <clears throat> listeners,
1: we're learning as we go.
0: We're learning. We're we're sort of building the plane as we're flying it, <laughs> um, which actually is better than most companies are doing lately. A little callback. A little callback to the last episode. Um, mine's also a flip, despite you know, despite it all, <laughs> and there's been stuff. I could, I could have been tempted to say flop, but instead I, I chose positivity. You said when they go low, honey, we go high. We go high, baby. I, I want to mention something that is um, that is part of why it's a flip for okay. me. Um, <clears throat> I had an experience yesterday that really changed my life um because i was at a comedy event and we were all talking about our different like different ways that people laugh one of the great joys of doing stand up comedy is you get to know people and you get to know how people laugh and it's it's beautiful like everyone has a different laugh as you may know from listening to this podcast i have a pretty distinctive cackle and i was talking to someone and she was like if a woman can cackle it means she's truly liberated <clears throat> and i thought You're Oprah, like (laughs) literally give her a book deal. Yeah, I want her to like be my best friend and a show. And I just remember thinking, like, I was just like, that's so true. And like, when I've been like, I just it made me realize, like, when I've been in relationships with men, like, my cackle like doesn't come out as much, suppressed. And then when I'm alone and single and living my life and loving my life, cackle is out to play. So I'm here to say that um,
1: I love my cackle. I love your cackle. Thank you. And our listeners, uh, we've gotten, you know, we've beta tested our listeners, and one in particular, my mother. Hi. Hi. We love you. She loves your cackle. That's so sweet. Yeah. And I think in life, I have often gravitated towards people who have like very distinct and like free laughs. Yeah. My best, best friend in high school had, she won, in fact, best best laugh, laugh, (gasps) senior superlative.
0: I forget what my senior superlative was. I'm sure know? it was most it was liberated. Like most beautiful smile and best personality and no one ever say, said anything bad about you.
1: Yeah, the superlative was like, "How she that hot? That was yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even most likely. It was like, whoa, how does yeah. she do it? We're studying her.
0: Right. It, it was that. Um, anyway, I just wanted to say that and not add to why I had a flip at the time.
1: I'm happy that you're back in the comedy scene of it all
0: i'm like not really yet but my friend was having a taping of their set and i wanted to go support um but that was like my first time back on the scene in a, quite some time but i do plan on eventually doing that again when the muse arrives s- arrives within me noah <laughs> noah noah <laughs> <laughs> very seeking amuse. We're cutting that part. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> along with maybe
1: all of the compliment that I was trying to give to him.
0: No, we have to keep that. <laughs> um, okay. Well,
1: this was an amazing first segment. Yeah, and I'm honestly like the fact that we both had flips. That doesn't happen that often. It. It's probably never going to happen again. I would say this is. The, and thank God we started on this note. Yeah. Um, I I wanted to approach it with a flop. Um, for example, like I don't think we've seen the sun in New York for two calendar weeks. Oh yeah, that's that's okay with and me. And that's been a major <clears throat> Um I'm like very okay with that. But I'm also I'm like trying to um, not use the crutch of the fucking weather we for can't most talk about conversation topics. We can't we can't keep doing that. No, we can't. We've done it enough.
0: As much as like it is going to like it is this thing that we all have in common, <laughs> right? It's like we're all experiencing the environment. Yes. But at the same time, like. People don't
1: often find that a very interesting subject. No, to me, it signals like, holy shit, you haven't had a single experience, Isabel, if you're talking about the fact that it's gray out. Right. Um, So, you know, get out, read a fucking article, even. You are so good at reading articles isn't it sad that I like do that to create conversation because I don't know what I, my brain is like smooth. Otherwise I'm a smooth surfaced person.
0: I don't think, I think it's good that you have like the capacity to do that. Me researching how to have conversation ahead of us having conversation. (laughs) I also just think like, it's impressive to me when anyone can read an article because I don't have access to like 90% of the internet anymore. Mm. Like I don't, I can't read that because I don't have I don't have the money to 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 enter beyond your fucking paywall. I know entire internet. I know. Also, why is it that I if I do have an account for some shit, I log in and my whole f- screen is bombarded by pre roll ads and
1: every ad, and this will be a great transition. So many ads, so many ads, and it's always like a fucking Cartier bracelet. The number of like. Hard jewelry ads that I see on a day-to-day basis um, across all outlets. I'm like, the New York Times does not need to be talking about Rolex like this. Just
0: because I can afford a subscription to Vox.com doesn't mean I can afford your... David Yerman ring. Correct.
1: Like, yeah. Like, don't. Please, don't jump to those conclusions. <laughs> I got a free
0: trial and I'm
1: sort of milking it for all its worth. Yeah, like that's fact, where we're at. Like, Bombas might be a little bit out of my price range oh, too. Bombas is is extremely Bombas. presumptuous. Also, Bombas <laughs> is Wait, presumptuous. Quick, quick note: Is there any way to say that word without feeling like the worst person ever? <laughs> you have to culturally appropriate in order to say Bombas. the word Bombas. <laughs> <laughs> bombas yeah
0: so um if anyone if they want to sponsor us teach us how to pronounce the word
1: oh yeah we're clamoring clearly we're grasping at straws um so great two flips two flips no one no one will hear from us ever nothing bad has happened to me
0: and nothing ever will and nothing ever will again yeah um i think if i keep saying that it'll eventually feel true
1: You know what's funny, though? I feel like if you trace the arc of this show, um, we did start off not feeling good. About the show? Just in general.
0: Yeah, well, because we were talking about how we were floundering.
1: Correct. (laughs) Right, no, exactly. And I think that since then, um, the arc has been a little bit towards justice. Anyway, I do think in the spirit of... um, Kind of like reintroducing reacclimating people to yeah. us <clears throat> we owe them some more information um and thank you for the the digital advertising nod because that's a very clean segue into how we know each other right how it all came to be
0: yeah so many people have been asking us like who we are and why we're doing this mm-hmm. and we're we're gonna get into that so let's let's do it let's do it <laughs> so as it is
1: (laughs) okay hold on you are never allowed to introduce segments ever you've tried that's two that's two strikes for you No, this is the thing
0: about this is because this would happen too with my my stand up show Um, it really felt like (laughs) it really feels like the person who's working with me (laughs) has to sort of lead the (laughs) way
1: I just, I, I really thought I was like giving you a win. I really thought I was like underhanding you that to you. Were, you were,
0: you did such a good job. <laughs> it's me. It's me. I'm the problem, as always. Um, Isabel's, gonna, Isabel's gonna introduce a segment.
1: Do you want, no, no, I want you to try again. Okay. <laughs> and I believe in you.
0: Okay. Isabel mentioned earlier that we met in the workplace. And so we're gonna talk about. <laughs> and so we're going to talk about that.
1: We are. Um, it was the year of our Lord, 2016. 2016. One of the best years oh, on record. Truly. Yeah. Uh, to date. Um, and Carrie and I were fresh out of our respective college experiences. Uh, Carrie at fratuniversitycollege.com.net dot dot Yeah. And me at liberalartsuniversity.org. Right. <laughs> um, Perfect. <laughs> And we found ourselves in thrust into a what the company called a fellowship, but was just a, a long-term... Indentured servitude. <laughs> it was just a long-term <laughs> internship. Um, and we were kind of... All, both of us, I think, were enchanted about the fact that this specific company was going to be running digital ads to support uh, the democratic election that was approaching. Correct. And we felt... It was our call to service.
0: I want to also add that um, if you have listened to previous episodes, you may know that when I was in college, I was severely mentally ill. Nothing has changed regarding that. But um, one of the features of my life was that I did not care what happened to me. And I applied to exactly one job heading into graduation. And it was a job at this company. And I say with me, did not get it which was awesome and i was like okay i literally don't care and then like a week later they kind of came back and were like tail between their legs kind of like actually you're amazing we
1: actually looked you up and you're so hot so we actually looked
0: you up and um we saw that you are a member of zeta tau alpha sorority so um, (laughs) a baby
1: boy pie a baby a baby cutie pie
0: a baby cutie pie a baby cutie pie (laughs) and um yeah so you're allowed to come here now and so i was like sweet
1: Yeah, But it it almost didn't happen. Wait, that's fine. I I also, it was also the only thing I applied to. Really? Mm -hmm. And I, because I told myself, I was like, if I I don't get this, I, I, like, we've talked about this, like, regimen and structure and predictability is very important to me. So I was like, it would, I really needed to start working when I graduate. But then part of me was like, it would also be really healthy if I, like, did what a lot of people do post-college and, like, just take a second to, like, take a beat, even. Like, move home, save money, and, like, just take some time off. That was my plan. And I, like, secretly was hoping that would happen because I never would have made that decision myself. Yeah. And then as God, Christian God, would have it, Mm -hmm. I, too, got the internship, not for looks.
0: That's so interesting that we both only applied to one thing because I don't know how it was at your school, but at my school it was, like the last semester of college was everybody getting getting their blazers on
1: oh yeah people i mean like the machine of it all was really intimidating like i remember the big consultancies would like come to campus and like have meet and greets um and it made me so anxious because like a lot of my friends are incredibly like capable determined people and like did have jobs lined up very quickly. Everybody
0: I knew did. And I was the only one who didn't. And like, I wanted to, I wanted to understand what everyone's, uh, rush was. And like everyone's motivation because it, it didn't resonate with me. Like I, I was just like, wait, you care about yourself and your future? Like how interesting (laughs) I
1: can't relate. Um, I was also like mired in fucking anxiety about the job search period. Like the process of interviewing, like, I would torture my resume. Like, I just was like, I do not like this version of myself. So I'm just going to, like, get this application in. I'm going to check the box. And then, for the love of God, hopefully I can just, like, go home and have my back rubbed for a yeah, tiny bit. Yeah, and, like, make some tea. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Reader, that did not happen.
0: No. In- instead, <clears throat> the fates decided that we were to move to our nation's capital, Washington. <laughs> Delicatessen. (laughs) Oh my god. And um, start embark upon our life in media and politics Mm -hmm. and advocacy.
1: Yeah, and the uh, rise has been exponential since. Yeah, obviously. um, But you... This is a great suggestion to go through our first impressions of each other. Yeah. Um, I... Like i
0: just remember thinking you were cool and like fascinating funny
1: cool
0: i didn't have it wasn't like a i was very um anxious as soon as i got to this company and to dc like i didn't know anyone there and obviously um so i was looking for friends and i felt like you stood out to me as someone that i could be friends with and there was one other person in our fellowship who i felt the same way about and Became friends with both of you.
1: Yeah, I had the same reaction. Although I think I was a little bit more intimidated by you for a few reasons. The first is that um, you sat on a different floor, and I knew that that floor was like up to some shit. It was a cool floor. You guys were behind a firewall. You guys were working on like really important things. Um, Everyone on that floor is also like young and hot. Yeah, it was the young and hot floor. It was the young and hot floor and I knew that you guys were like deep in Excel spreadsheets and like you were the money bags. Like yeah. you controlled you had a lot of power over client teams, which, which by the I way I worked on.
0: Yeah, and they had put me <laughs> There was a bit of a um, a mix up in the sense that they thought that I was smart and had and knew how to do like, Oh right, they got ex- they got stuff. us mixed
1: up. They they got the hot girl, mm-hmm. they put the hot girl on the math stuff. They put the hot
0: girl on the math stuff and they put the smart girl on the client stuff. The
1: handshake and the baby <laughs> kissing.
0: Um, yeah, so I was severely flound that was actually my first real floundering experience was at that job because I truly did not know what I was doing. And I remember yeah, there were a lot of mishaps. A lot of us did, sister. Yeah. We were yeah,
1: we were. That's why all... Hillary lost. I well, I know. And now we have grown enough where we can take ownership
0: and i can say that what we did i am more than enough <laughs> yes you are <laughs> you're kiwi <laughs> so much more than Ken. that you're kiwi <laughs> anyway um yeah so but i also i remember being intimidated by you because like you seem to have a lot more like the fellows had a different very vari- varying degrees of like influence and power on like none of us had any power but I felt like you were being given actual responsibility mm. and I was being told to sort of just maybe don't put your hands on any of that <laughs> like don't touch the equipment
1: like Gary we're thirsty Can <laughs> <Like, laughs> we have a gotta... nice coffee like now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like now like now like five minutes ago or
0: like I was cracking jokes I was like the personality hire of that <laughs> four
1: uh I I was too actually yeah. um but then i think was like very yeah i we we i think we were both personality hires which you of course had like looks to back it up and i stop <laughs> no i like creating this like <laughs> i like sexualizing you sorry actually
0: yeah you can do that that's why i, I haven't objected until now Yes, yeah. i am happy to receive the, yeah, yeah, the praise yeah. um and then there was that one time that they put us on a project together. Do you remember I remember that. That, that was literally so huge for
1: me. I know. Well, I don't have any recollection of what the project was, but I do remember the meeting room that we were in and I was like, oh my God.
0: I remember what it was for. Okay. But we don't have to say
1: it out no. loud. I just remember like it It felt it. it felt cosmic. Like It was.
0: Because I remember I was always like, I wish that we could work together. Like it would be nice because we... Like,
1: I think we would hang out at lunch, maybe. Yeah. They were, like, also, like, a couple happy hours where I was, like, she's so much fun. Oh, my God. Need to be I was close. getting so wasted at those events. Oh, in- inappropriately so. And there then was- I was oh. getting in an Uber and going home. Right. And being like,
0: mom. I was getting in an Uber, going home, but then stopping by to get a jumbo slice pizza. Yeah. On my way. And then eating that in my bed it's like what was going on with her
1: I did that too in my childhood home in the suburbs oh right. yeah
0: that was the other thing was that you lived at home and I lived in the big city
1: well that was that was that added to it where it was like a lot of the fellows hung out near their apartments because you guys all moved to DC to be like young adults and I was like actually, Turns out, I stay baby. I stay mama. You <laughs> stay mommy. And yeah, so I felt like there was always a little bit of a divide. Like you guys would continue to stay out after happy hours, and I'd be like, I have to go home. I have like a 20-minute commute ahead of me. A 20-minute um, commute. A 20-minute commute via Uber. Yeah. yeah. Um, we grew ever further apart as time was going on, because then you moved to New York. I moved to, Well, that was the goal all along, where I was just like, I need to time to, you know – M- mom thanks for the you know six month back rub but like I do need to kind of like figure this out on my own and so I moved to New York
0: what was your like did you have like hopes and dreams for that or
1: no I just like I honestly Mm-mm. like all of my friends from college lived in New York yeah. and I was feeling really far away from them and conveniently they also had an office there right and so I just jumped ship to a new family we I feel like
0: we, we lost touch because and you it felt were, dramatic it was dramatic yeah because you went to new york and abandoned me and my my wounds were activated <laughs> and, and you're was, just licking
1: licking licking yeah and
0: i was like well i'm not going to invest in this like girl who like moved cities without me like whatever and then i like became closer friends with people who i don't know other people and yeah, yeah i didn't know if i wanted to be in new york yet
1: I know, but I always, I thought that was hilarious because I was like, now what's a girl like that doing in the district of the delicatessen? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know about my um, I didn't know about me yet. Your big city ambitions? Yeah, I didn't know about any of that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that people often you know stand ups move to New York Correct. to do stand up. So people often ask you know what when did you move here? I moved here in twenty eighteen. <clears throat> Um, but I didn't start doing stand up until 2021, so it wasn't like I knew what I was gonna do. I just was like, I I gotta get out of this yeah. tiny little
1: ugh, swamp. Did you did like a lot of your college friends move to DC? Like essentially the only reason and like thank God I love New York and like don't envision myself being anywhere else, but like essentially my one criteria was like I cannot be far away from my friends like that was the amount of thought that I put into the New York move
0: yeah that's interesting I um I definitely like was considering where my friends were at the time of my transition of moving um but it wasn't like a prerequisite for me that I knew people I was thinking about moving to Nashville and I didn't know oh anyone in Nashville yeah would you and have so done was- music I don't really know what I was thinking. I think I wanted to be where music was happening. Yeah. I mean, it's very similar to I think it probably would have been how I started stand up. Like, right. I think I moved to the place where stuff was going on and then I sort of gravitated towards it sort of, you know, unconsciously. So, I think maybe I would have done the same yeah. done music in Nashville. I'm so jealous
1: of your many talents. Like, you can have so many different lives in one. I know it's but it makes life
0: really hard and and like, I mean, I'm not I'm not um being ungrateful but it's part of why it's been hard for me to like nail down what the hell i'm doing
1: because i'm like you like a lot of things yeah i like a lot of things yeah that's a yeah like the an embarrassment of riches it's a good problem to have yeah meanwhile i'm like staring into the sun like hoping that something will be like rocketed into my soul as something i like to do
0: and it's an article on the
1: new yorker (laughs) yeah literally it's an opinion column I'm like I got it (laughs) there's some new research out I got it that'll be 30 minutes (laughs) that'll be a tight 30 minutes of my day honestly
0: that sounds really nice like I want to be someone who reads stuff
1: yeah well you uh, TikTok is making it easy for you and look you know more than I do so TikTok is ruining my life
0: (laughs) there's only so many videos of people cleaning their apartments that you can watch without going insane
1: I also um listen to something um by our competitor Terry Gross who basically was like she brought on this guy who just wrote a book and he basically was like um oh yeah no like the, the algorithm has flattened our free will essentially like dude it was the darkest thing i'd ever listened to but it was like the you would like it um in that it's horrifying
0: i should read that guy's book but i don't have the inner strength to
1: Read. get a book third grade reading level of yeah. it all that would be challenging yeah we could find a pop-up book version maybe for there's you. an illustrated version yeah we can do that for okay. you readers readers <laughs> Got on it um but yeah he was like flattened our free will and it's like flattened any ounce of new thought like essentially it's like we are ai like, we can generate thought, but we can only generate thought from what already exists. We can't generate new thought. Because
0: the number of times I will start a sentence with... I saw this TikTok that said...
1: I mean, me with the article of it all. <laughs> so much more humiliating. I also
0: feel like it flattens our experience of joy. because Big time. it's like the only thing that I can... Sometimes there are moments where it's like, the only thing that I actively want to do right now... Is go on TikTok. It's on my
1: fucking phone. Yeah. yeah. My screen time, baby, going to the moon. Mine went up 6% this week. Mine's going nuclear, babe. <laughs> Mine's going
0: absolutely fucking nuclear. Mine is, but only because I've been waiting for text back from Noah. <laughs>
1: hey, dude, like,
0: we're paying you. So Texas respond bag. to Carrie's text. <laughs> um, respond to my text. That's just a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> and start a conversation with me. Hard it.
1: Please. <laughs> Carrie's not doing well. <laughs> she needs this. <laughs> um no seriously we love you seriously this I, is all a joke we're obsessed with you i'm gonna come to your album release party we are no we're serious about that um and i do want merch
0: have we discussed merch with him he, the merch he should get he should have merch i want an american fraternity trucker hat. i want um a shirt with like a red solo cup on it <laughs> baby cutie pie <laughs> and it says baby cutie pie bcp, <laughs> BCP one of the most renowned <gasps> frats in all the land
1: you don't even want to fucking know oh the
0: hazing is absolutely unreal it's we that make you they make you give hugs and kisses every day <laughs>
1: butterfly kisses <laughs> can you believe that and you have to
0: say an affirmation to
1: every one of your brothers <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine and listen up dude you got a really beautiful soul <laughs> i guess hey man i think you have a lot to offer in this world thanks <laughs> um that'll be a new segment where we give frat affirmations to each other
0: i saw this tiktok that was (laughs) that was like increasingly masculine ways to say happy birthday did
1: you see it yes 100 (laughs) percent. happy born day brother cakes and candles man (laughs) cakes and candles my dude (laughs) oh i can't wait for my cakes and candles my new decade coming up it's gonna be so exciting i know Uh, well, obviously, like, people were bored by what we were saying, but we're not totally. finished. No,
0: we're not done. We're not fucking we're not done. Even, we haven't even cracked the surface. Hey, can you guys sit back down? <laughs> hey, um, also, while you guys are listening to this podcast, it's important that you, like, don't do anything else.
1: Like, Yeah, stop cleaning. Stop doing the stuff that you're... And stop just, scrolling. Just listen to us. Just be present for once in your goddamn life. Yeah, get into your body. <laughs> um, I was in a yoga class this morning thank you you're welcome thank you anyway the people walked in late and the woman dragged them to hell and she was basically like and for everyone who's already in the class um use this as an opportunity to focus on yourself it's a good opportunity to focus on yourself just making death eyes at these people walking. Around. I love the
0: idea of there being like a passive aggressive yoga instructor.
1: Yeah, she was lethal. <laughs> it's like, actually,
0: I would love it if you could get in Shavasana for once in your fucking life. <laughs> yeah, and just sit there and be fucking
1: quiet. <laughs> Instead of mouthing off. <laughs> Girls. <laughs> <coughs> I That's completely funny. forget where we were. Um,
0: We were talking. About- oh,
1: wait. Okay, so I'm in New York. You're not in Nashville, despite having many hobbies. Mm -hmm. And then something calls you. Yeah. Back to me.
0: Yes. You were, like, randomly kind of a big factor of me. Like, not moving to New York, but, like, staying at the company and, like, whatever.
1: Yeah. No, and likewise. Like, which I don't think is unique. Like, I think that if you have a really strong friendship that makes going to work feel fun and easy... It was, and we were just going every single day. Like it was just what it was—the reality that we were so steeped in it. And I was like, it would be if Carrie left this job, it would like completely alter the landscape of how I feel about this company. So I felt the same way, where I was like, excellent. Like this will make the day to day better, and I will probably be able to stay at this company for like as long as she's here. Yeah, until you fucking until I stab me in the back. Um, until you had a life-altering experience in Peru
0: yeah oops my bad we did have a bit of a rocky start though um when
1: <laughs> you did you did what like dog packs do which is you, you, you pissed where it mattered to set the stage really quickly
0: I didn't mean to do this and I felt horrible
1: <laughs> and I felt so stupid I felt stupid <laughs> Because ultimately, that is what you were critiquing, which was my intellect.
0: But I didn't want to. I didn't want to be that girl. Can we just just say what it is?
1: Yeah. I I've I've grown. I've I've shed my wounds. But I was saying that I was excited to cook dinner that night. I had chicken. This was like
0: my first day.
1: Literally, my first day
0: in this. I think your backpack was
1: still on. No,
0: I was because I was leaving. Like, it was the end of the day.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah And yeah. I remember
0: I was, like, really nervous to be there because I was, like, the new kid in school. And, like, we had not really connected, like, a ton. I was, like, one – I had high expectations for us as friends. And just, like, I felt very, like, timid coming
1: into this office. Sure. And then to combat that, you did what you know how to do best, which is level a girl <laughs> to fucking dust. And I said, I can't wait to go home and de my chicken. What did you say to me? And I said, it's just thaw. And everyone was like, yeah, boo, Isabel, stupid bitch. People call me a stupid bitch. Remember that?
0: No. No one said that. I was, people were ridiculing me, like, because it's lame to correct someone's grammar, but I felt like I saw my opening, like, I was like, there's something I could say right now. (laughs) A thought has
1: entered into my mind and I didn't give it a moment. I just was like, let me just say it. I was gobsmacked. I think you were shocked. I was short. I didn't say God damn thing. And you know what? I don't think I had my chicken.
0: (laughs) No, you probably didn't have an appetite after that. No,
1: God, no. I said, I need to feed my mind with books and get learned real quick to guard myself. I
0: think I had a full like shame spiral hangover after that. (laughs) I was like, I'm
1: never speaking again. (laughs) So that, but once you pissed and once you got that out of the way, yeah. I think that like very quickly, you we came back the next day and we we're like, can we talk about that? That yeah. <laughs> was really fucked.
0: I was like, hey, um, I just wanted to say, I'm sorry about the whole thaw, the thaw thing. And I'm, I'm
1: sorry that people like, you know, hoisted me up on their shoulders and you know, I, I'm sorry that they cheered against you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry that, that, that I brought confetti for the moment. I do think, though, that people were like, thank God someone is here to, like, balance Isabel I, out. Honestly,
0: I did get that sense. I felt like people, people... were sick of me. I feel No, I just... I think it added dimension. I don't think people were sick of you, but I think the freshness and, mm-hmm. like, my... Because, frankly... Everybody else was doing their jobs. Um, they didn't have time to, like, deal with you. No, of course
1: not. But, of course, I didn't want to do my job. So no, right. I was and like, I'll do it. We are a perfect match. We can, like, you know, have make our little bits. No, but I did get the very real sense that there was, like, almost relief in me yes. being there. No, the bit had expired and you kind of, like, breathed new life into it. Thank God. Uh, and then there was one other... This At this point, like, we... Um, we were actually close. Like yeah, I forget where we we're, were. Like on the line. we're in DC for like an, a meeting, an offsite of some kind. Uh. And again, I approach you with joy. I'm ready to share news, warmth and love, warmth and love, <laughs> heart and mind open. Yeah. And I say I'm going to dinner with my parents tonight. And I love this restaurant because they have the best crudite. <laughs> and you said what now, bitch? <laughs> And I was like, crudite, the little crunchy vegetables that are delicious and good for you. And you said, it's crudite. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's pretty much how that went.
1: Yeah. And both times I, well, that's when I think I like, it's so clear I needed you.
0: Well, and that was actually really funny <laughs> yeah. because you were saying crudite. And I've been, that's say- hilarious. I- I had been saying it my whole fucking life.
1: And no one ever said anything. Apparently not. Maybe it is crudite. It's Absolutely not crudite. <laughs> crudite sounds like something that like crusts over a scab. Oh. <laughs> yeah, crudite has something to do with foreskin. <laughs> it's a ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> the bris produces the crudite. <laughs>
0: um. But that was at a point when like we, there was enough trust between us yeah, yeah, yeah. that I could laugh
1: at you and No, say it was it's full circle. Attending. It was yeah. full circle. I see we've 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 grown so much. Yeah. And I do need you. My brain and I think feeds off of the you. The
0: sick, cruel reality and karma of this world is that I now can't introduce a segment on this podcast without (laughs) getting ridiculed.
1: It's like getting absolutely tongue toyed. Yeah, so you you reap what you sow in this life. For sure. But you know what? The gift, this is why we're each other's tethers. Yeah. When you don't have the words I provide them and when I grossly mispronounce them you correct me. And that's an important thing we've established. That's like Every relationship needs, like, you know how that thing that's, like, the
0: gardener and the flower or whatever? It's, like, every relationship needs, like, the person who sucks at grammar and the
1: person who can't. It's, like, kind of okay at it.
0: And the person who, like, stutters.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Extremely articulate and illiterate when it comes to grammar. Well,
0: that's when you were talking about, um, like how 80% of your life I've made that up but like how so much of your life is like talking to people I definitely relate to that but so much of that for me is like text based yeah like aim back in the day and then like texting now yeah. and
1: I just it's you know it's different to say it out loud uh, literally also like when I he- and also I don't have a lot of good like one on one time with friends I need more of it <clears throat> I do a lot of hanging out in big groups, which is great. Yeah. Um, And a lot of my one-on-one time, to your point, is, like, over text. Like, I'll go really deep with someone over text. Yeah. And then when it comes to actually hanging out, we hang out in groups. This is, like, a very – I don't get to do this a lot. Just, like, sit down and, like, one-on-one gab. It's so important to me. Me too. Like, in
0: most of my friendships, I try to do this kind of thing. Because I, I like hanging out in groups and stuff, but it's not my – It's not where I shine, you know?
1: Yeah, and, like, there's only so deep you can go in a group. You know what I mean? Like, you're just kind of, like, talking to someone for a sec, and then for the most part, it's just, like, group conversation. And I am happy that... And I think this is, like, maybe what I was trying to get at when we were talking about this, but, like, the lost art of just, like, the nonsense you get into when you just, like, Mm -hmm. sit down and talk with a friend face-to-face... I just—it's I, been a very long time since like I've been able to sit down and like the nonsensical kind of like path of where you start when you talk to a friend one on one and where you end up. And it's like I think that that's been the motivation for me. Is like the things that happen when you just go deep with a good friend. Yeah, and that's basically the premise of this podcast. So bottle that and place it at the beginning of the episode. Yep. Producer, producer person who's editing this aka yeah. you or me <laughs> we'll decide about that after yeah um <clears throat> off the pod um the bottle wait are we there yet i think so okay. <laughs> well i was gonna say like Crudite was like a peak and then we hit a valley what's the valley javelina right that was tough
0: <laughs> so this was a thing that happened where isabel and i had been becoming closer friends we had even toyed around with these Toy around. Toy around. So we had even toyed around the idea of starting a podcast together, interestingly. Hmm. Um, And eventually, I decided that it was my time to exit stage left of
1: this company. Which I was so afraid that you would always do when you did.
0: And also the corporate world. um, Because it was just time. And I announced it, was leaving, made the plans. You were devastated. And um, we had we made plans to go get dinner.
1: I think it was around your birthday. We, like, lumped it close to your birthday, oh, if I remember. Oh, we did?
0: Yeah. Why do I feel like it was cold out? But it, I believe you. Oh, no, you're absolutely right. Never mind. I'm thinking of something. But other. maybe it was cold out, because it could have been unseasonably cool. That's true. For September. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we went to a Mexican restaurant and where they have really, really good queso and um, guac. Full pitchers
1: that mm-hmm. we did indulge
0: in. We did a, drink a lot duo. And I guess, I mean, I was leaving the company and the corporate world to embark upon creative endeavors. creative endeavors. And I didn't have a plan. I didn't, I had some savings and some privilege. And that's what was sort of the wind in my sails to decide that, uh, which I get that some people, a lot of people don't have that. So it's, I get on my high horse about this stuff sometimes when it's like, You realize most people can't, like, always afford to, like, take that leap of faith or whatever. But anyway, I was really offended by the idea that Isabel was going to spend her entire life working at a company like that and not ever pursue anything. And I
1: was being annoying about that at dinner. And honestly, like, but it came from, like, such a good... It really did come from a good place where I think you were just like, I'm taking this bold leap and... I basically was like, "What are you doing?" You, you <laughs> used a very specific phrase. What where did I say? You said that you're afraid. You're afraid of success. Oh yeah. And but honestly, like, of all of the things, and I think that like I was also going through like a bizarre, just crisis, as many people do when you've been at a job for a certain mm-hmm. amount of time. Where like, I, without us having talked about it, was just like. I'm going to have a really hard time moving on from this place. Like it's treated me really well. Mm -hmm. Like I've made so many good friends. Like there is a lot of good, but I, you know, I'm also a, a child and like, there's probably a lot out there for me to like explore and do. And like, I'm not scratching some creative itches and like, so this is like all stuff that I knew and was having a really hard time admitting to myself because like, again, I like consistency and I was like, but you know, like, I'm not going to rock the boat if things are fine. And then like, you said the thing that like, I had been telling myself not to say, which was like, there's a lot of things that you could be doing that might be like, more fitting for you. Mm -hmm. And I think you're like, afraid to do that. And I was like, fuck, (laughs) you're right. Like I but and so my reaction was like, very, I was jarred because it was like, exactly what I didn't want to admit to myself, and then you just, like, said it very bluntly. Yeah, oops. <laughs> um, but it did – it stuck – like, obviously, I'm still – I haven't, like, left corporate America. Um, I mean, neither have I, really. We're, we're all slaves to something. Yeah. Um, but it did, like, inspire me to, like, pursue this seriously yeah. when we talked about restarting it. Um, and it's just, like, always kind of been – you had a birthday dinner recently for a momentous birthday mm-hmm. when like everyone went around the circle and just like said something complimentary of you. Um, Best day ever. Sue. So Gun got into my head. Yeah. I was like, you, you said you will be complimenting me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think what I said, like was the theme of that night, which is just like, you are very good at doing hard things or not good implies that it's not hard for you to, you're very willing to do hard things if you think that there's like something good for you on the other side yeah. or something better for you on the other side and i think that i am more willing to like sit in some mediocrity for the sake of like just not fucking with the status quo right
0: it was it was i could i knew that you liked consistency and routine i mean like <clears throat> I saw you make breakfast every morning, and I Dude, was like, "Wow,
1: this is—it's a sickness. It this seems is, this is illness. Yeah, she's is, she's <laughs> ill." <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but I, like, and what everything you said about like the company and being there for a while and them taking care of you and it being good vibes a lot of times, like all of that is true. Um, but I also sensed from not just you, but and not just me, but like everyone, like writ large, was like this sense of. Like, is this really what we're going to be doing for the rest of our lives? Yeah.
1: I think a lot of people have that with, like, any fucking desk job where it's just, like, like, this takes up so much time. Well, and it's one thing if, like,
0: you, like, the consistency of it is supporting you in doing the things that that you you actually want to do. But... I don't think that the way that things were structured there really lent themselves well to that. I think, at least for me, I couldn't, I would be done with work and then have to go home, and go to sleep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like, and so I think it, it was just like a message received moment where I was like, you're right. Like you were, also I, you were taking- I could
0: sense that you were like so unhappy with me, but I was just like, sorry.
1: <laughs> no, you said the truth. And like, you also were, I think that you were really excited too about like, all the potential of what was to come like you were taking writing classes and at the time you thought you were going to be writing a book and yeah. you did like you really pursued that and like you just threw yourself in headfirst in a way that I think I was secretly very jealous of and what you said just like struck a very specific chord yeah um well
0: I felt like that was my like hail mary sort of Moment because I knew we probably weren't gonna see each other that much after I left,
1: right? And we didn't, we like we didn't hang out
0: outside of work, right? Right.
1: Which is like the strange thing about like work, really close work friendships is like it exists in this like super intense eight hour space, right? And then you just kind of like go off and live your lives, and then you come back to this really intense space. And so, there was just like it felt like very I was sad about you leaving. I was, like, in the middle of this career crisis. And, like, the center just, like, fell. I think it was, like, a center can't hold moment.
0: Right. Yeah. And then it was pandemic, so...
1: And then it was pandemic. But that's... I think we kind of, like, reconnected a little bit. Like, we saw each other in the park that one time. Oh, yeah. I left the city for a while. And then I came back. And it was... um, I think when we, like, reconvened, it was under the premise that, like... I think I had done a lot of healing and just like soul searching. Yeah. And then I think we just like started to talk about creative things that we could do together. And I think what was helpful for me to learn is like, it's so, I have a much easier time being creative when I have a partner Mm -hmm. and like, when you feel like it's shared and I was having a really hard time and feeling a lot of pressure around like finding what my creative thing was as a solo person. So like I was writing a lot, but I was getting really stressed about it and like, i think when we just like agreed to do something jointly it like felt very natural yeah and i was just yeah it felt less intense
0: it's we've always like had the sense that we were going to do this since 2018 right and it's six years later correct so just take some time you know yeah sometimes god is with us god god is with us uh so that's the story ladies the story and yeah what did you think of that pause for react awesome. <laughs> sometimes when i do my solo podcast i literally feel like i'm dora the explorer <laughs> and where is my backpack <laughs>
1: literally and i'm just like okay well yeah cool uh yeah we'll edit in some like applause at some point yeah uh, during all these blank spaces um but anyway yeah we tried and failed this podcast once before because we thought it was going to be something that uh we could get Peer reviewed experts, uh, PhDs to participate in. Um, And then we decided to take the reins, and I'm happy we did.
0: Yeah, me too. And we are happy that you're here along with us, along with, along for the ride. Aww. (laughs) Along for the ride with us.
1: Such a good try.
0: (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, if you have a friend who you haven't caught up with in a while, you should reach out to them. And again, not on a podcast. Again, sort of an individual like grab coffee, or, like grab a chai.
1: <laughs> even, even, <laughs> even. Or you know, if, you, if caffeine it's hurts your tummy, like there's always seltzers or lollipops. Yeah. There's so many. I'm okay. I'm an Go off.
0: I any of the any of them. I love them.
1: Now. I'm really happy you texted me the cola flavor because that has been. That has been a whole revelatory the moment cola? for me. Mm-hmm.
0: They really add... They, I definitely feel like they add in some kind of vanilla flavor into, yeah, into yeah. both the vintage cola and the cherry cola. Definitely. But I love it. I can't say I'm complaining.
1: It's so damn good.
0: I have to believe that it's actually good for me. Because uh, yesterday when I was in the bodega looking at it, I was thinking, this feels too good to be true. Right. That I have so many options ahead of me of what probiotic soda to get. Right. And... It's going to be good for my me and my body. Yeah.
1: And I was me. thinking,
0: how is this possible? I know. How did I get so lucky? But I'm not going to do the heavy lifting or any of the digging required to unveil any possible toxins within any of these items
1: we aren't looking at the ingredients and we certainly are not googling anything no it's it's healthy and it's yummy and it has beautiful branding and it's puppy. we can't get enough of this shit guys this is like episode three where we're talking about or gassing around like this i have to i'm sorry
0: and it's gonna keep going the more flavors they create the more i have to talk
1: about these sodas for as long as they exist so too will this podcast for as long as we both shall live (laughs) um should we wrap this up i think so yeah okay we're gonna wrap it up with our closing segment a closing segment that Carrie, I mean, leave it to her to do some groundbreaking things, but she she well, named you, this segment. You conceptualized the segment, and I named
0: the segment. Right.
1: I Well, I think I just, like, approached the idea of it, and you very quickly branded it, but it was basically, I was like, I just want to shout out. Yeah. I just want to send some messages into the ether, and I hope they're received by someone. Yeah. And then you said, girl, what are we going to call it? Message in a bottle? <laughs> And she got that right on the first time. So yeah, this is our segment, Message in a Bottle. Um, And we're passing a note along in this segment. Um, It can be to a friend. It can be to a spiritual force. It can be to A a corporate entity. Are these the notes,
0: they are notes of positivity and love or it's good?
1: Yeah. I think what we both agreed, like this, we're not railing against something. No, Because we do like to death spiral every now and then. I like to do that a lot. So this is like our opportunity to just like pass pass a note along in a very, like, you know, when you were sitting in the classroom and you like got a note from your crush and it was like, check yes or no vibes yeah that never happened to me but I can imagine neither but it's like very you know present in zeitgeist and you know yeah I've seen it on like a children's show there's a lot of examples of that yeah that I imagine many people are on the receiving end of we weren't so we're creating that for ourselves right now
0: and we're also putting it out into the universe in hopes that it might come back to us you know like you put the message in a bottle into the ocean and then it washes up ashore, and uh you never know who's gonna get that
1: Noah, are you listening?
0: Noah? Carrie is <laughs> waiting for you to respond to her text. Let me know um, what you think.
1: <laughs> um, do you want to go first?
0: No, you should go first because I have something
1: to say after. Oh, okay, yours. okay, okay. Um, so essentially, like, there I've been having a uh, like an evolving relationship with the placebo effect. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been taking magnesium at night um, in the hopes of it helping me go to sleep at night and i did say it with me read an article right um and apparently well the doctor who was quoted in the article was like it doesn't fucking matter if it actually helps you go to sleep if you believe that it helps you go to sleep that's a powerful thing and like first of all enormous shout out to that doctor for just acknowledging that like the placebo effect is important it doesn't that's not a negative thing like if you are willing something into existence and it's uh, materially changing the way that you live for the better, that works. So anyway, this is all to say taking magnesium, enormous shout out to the doctor who has acknowledged the importance of the placebo effect. I'd also like to acknowledge the fact that like a lot of my friends revealed to me that they're on beta blockers. I've really tried to understand it. And I think the only thing I've walked away with is it helps lower your blood pressure. It's a pill that you take and it helps you lower your blood pressure I also think there's an aspect of it that, like, interacts with epinephrine or that hormone that, like, gets you really riled. It's like your fight-or-flight hormone.
0: Oh, okay. And it
1: basically, like, tamps it down, which is why people take it if they're, like, about to public speak and they get really nervous, and then they'll take a beta blocker and it, like, lowers their heart rate and it doesn't make them feel, like, sweaty and nervous.
0: Have people considered um, deep breathing
1: (laughs) as a concept? Wait, let me shout okay, out. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry, we're not railing against them. Yeah. Before you squander my um medicated dreams. Yeah. Uh, anyway, a lot of my friends are on beta blockers. Placebo effect is doing great things for my sleep habits right now. And so, what I would like to just like pass a note to is the medical community. I am coming for you in 2025, and I am getting myself medicated in some capacity. I'm getting beta blockers. I might even toy with some anti D's.
0: Anti-D's have really changed the game for me.
1: Yeah. So medical community, thanks for your work. I am approaching. That's amazing. That's my message in a be.
0: I have something, my message in a bottle is related to this. Okay. And it also is going to the medical community. Cool. But it's also going to myself, I think. Okay. But mostly the medical community. Um, so I have also been playing around with the placebo effect in my life, which is interesting that this has come up um because I'll come out and say that I historically and currently have battled with a little something that we call binge eating and emotional eating and it's it makes you feel really bad like physically in your body like I don't even less about like body image just removing that aspect of it it feels bad to eat 400 sour gummy worms It just... It doesn't always feel good. I'll say it. Um, So what I've been doing... I guess my message in a bottle is to Ozempic. Because I'm not on Ozempic. But I am tricking my mind into thinking that I'm on Ozempic. By telling myself that I'm on (laughs) Ozempic.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So So instead of taking beta blockers, I should just say, girl... I'm on a beta blocker. I'm on a beta blocker.
0: Literally. Mm -hmm. So what's been going, what's been happening and i swear to god this is i'm going to make this work and i'm going to show people that this fucking works every time i've been going to emotionally eat i'll be like oh but i'm on i'm on ozempic so i don't actually want that <laughs> i'm on ozempic so my body doesn't like
1: want that much food anymore you should be taking, like, you should just take a sugar pill in the morning, too. What like, is that? Or, like, an Altoid and pretend that it's your ozempic.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sh- no, I should.
1: Like, I, I really think I that actually, you should start, like, ingraining, like, physical habits yeah, into this. That's a
0: good idea. Well, I do take um my anti-D and my vitamin D. I could make my vitamin D.
1: Your ozempic. My ozempic. The mind is a fucking powerful muscle. Yeah,
0: and I swear to God, like, I've only been doing this for, like, a week now, But, like, there have been multiple instances where I have gone to emotionally eat, like, because I'm bored or because I'm sad or whatever. And I'll be like, oh, it's so weird that, like, my body doesn't want that right now. It's like, like, why did my hand reach for that? Yeah, like, it's so... Because I don't want it. And it's like, I'm noticing now, (laughs) I'm observing the fact that I'm not trying to eat for nourishment. I'm trying to eat for suppressing my emotion, my emotional state. And I'm like, wow, it's so... Like, the ozempic just really makes it hard to reach for the, that stuff now.
1: So... Your next profession, and I'm saying this with all my chest, is going to be a psychiatrist that gives paper prescriptions that are never filled. Yeah. it. This is a billion fucking dollar industry. It's huge. I will actually be on beta blockers for a little bit. But, you should do that. But then I would like for you to help me transition with whatever method this is that you've developed yeah
0: well i need to keep playing around with it but i guess a message in a bottle is to ozempic for creating a concept in my mind that i can now use to my advantage so thanks thanks you ozempic. so
1: you are so wise and powerful
0: <laughs> yeah well what can i please say? please
1: continue to use it for good and not evil i'm afraid of what you could do
0: i use it for good i know i know you do but it might look evil to some people.
1: My message in a bottle is don't become evil. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie? <laughs> well, if i if you if people don't want me to become become
0: evil, then certain people should stop hurting my feelings.
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you take your antidepressants, your sugar antidepressants this morning? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I did. Good girl. But i was doing my other drugs last night and sometimes when i do those, then it fucks with me. Right.
1: And what does your Ozempic say about, like, doing um, other drugs on Ozempic?
0: Um, my Ozempic, what is it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's interesting. I've had a weirdness with, it's like, I am not hungry and I, like... Can't, i actually don't
1: want to eat i need to like record a podcast right oh interesting yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's things are
0: changing in my body and mind right now
1: oh um, you know what that reminds me of that that's what? like that's whatever that's like the oral fixation mm-hmm. stuff that you were getting into where it's like well instead of eating i'm just gonna talk and that like scratches the same itch
0: yeah literally yeah
1: oh my god we are actively changing the world
0: like we wanted there to, you know what's interesting is that the original concept of this podcast included inviting ex- experts on you got him you got him you're welcome
1: (laughs) you're absolutely fucking welcome yeah so um that's all i got i'm so sweaty i think i need to like leave the apartment i have to go okay
0: (laughs) i have to go do like whatever i'm supposed to do after this okay well can we i love you i love you and to our school we love you too. to the school to the school thanks for coming and, um, you all
1: deserve notes to be passed.
0: Yeah. And what's like another thing we, could, we should think of like a sign off. Like we'll do that later.
1: We make bubble noises. <laughs> like, br- 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 <laughs> 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 we play the flopping fish sound that <laughs> my brother so courteously recommended <laughs> the unpleasant on the ears one. I need to go listen to that. Me too. All right. But well, without further ado, eye contact. I <laughs> love you. I love you. Bye now. Bye.